The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. Some people see a dumpster fire and do nothing but watch the spectacle. Some are too scared to face the danger, or they think it will benefit them if they just let it keep on burning. Others shrug and say, oh, all this talk of a dumpster fire, it's just fake news. There is an inferno raging. Have we started the fire? Yes, the fire rises. It is a dumpster fire. We need somebody to put it out. Let's go to... It's showtime. And it goes a little something like this. Tether off, we're gonna tether off the mother sucker. Tether off the sucker. We What you wanna be when you grow up? I wanna be rich. Oh, I wanna be rich. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. In a world where fantasy shows suck, here's one that doesn't suck as much. Funkin' Fantasy with Luigi Curto. Happy New Year to one and all. New Year, same dumpster. Back here, different day though. It's Thursday, so don't try to adjust your calendar just yet. It's that uh, Tuesday was New Year's Day. Down here at, at Moonshine in beautiful South Philadelphia, which is located right near Two Street, which is its own special kind of dumpster fire on New Year's Day, yeah. where all the mummers go and they partake in all the after uh, Mummers Day parade festivities. And they parade around and they tear this place apart at 1825 East Moimenton <laughs> Avenue because I had to come in here today and clean it all up to get ready for the show for you. Danny Dow, check it in. Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year to you. Peace be with you. And also with you. Joe Rufino? Yes, sir. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This week is really messing me up. Why is it messing you up? Well, having off on Tuesday. I worked Monday. Okay. Off Tuesday. Okay. Yesterday felt like a Monday. Okay. Today feels like, I don't know. Thought it was Friday when I woke up this morning going to work. Well, guess what, Chico? I worked every single day this holiday, all right? So I got no empathy for you whatsoever. Just throwing it out there. Like I said, I love you, but I got no empathy for you. Now, you also brought in your own fire starter tonight, didn't you? Yeah, baby. You got your own fire stick? Let's let people hear it. Oh, here, let's see it. Hold on. Put up the microphone, Joe. You know what you're doing. Ah, oh, yeah, you see that? that? You hear that click? <sighs> Meanwhile, we got a lot of stuff to get into tonight. All right. A uh, few things. Into the new year, we got to take care of some old business first. It's going to be the same you or new you? No, nah, it's just the same me. I don't like that whole thing of it's like, you know, new year, new me. And then you have like the, uh, the people that go out there and try to be like, um, they try to be cute to say, 
I hate to break it to you, but it's still going to be the same asshole in 2019 that I was in 20. I'm like, well, maybe you should change. You know, I'm like, because it wasn't working for you the year before. Maybe you should start something, doing something different. Well, you know what they said in Bronx Tale about ways of talent. That's true. If you're an asshole, stick with it, man. It's, it's not the worst idea in the world. There's a lot of things going on this year, a lot of new fun things happening. Uh, like I said, my, my career has crashed and burned. I'm going to be taking on reality television. Actually, the 21st, January 21st, I'll be at 2SP in Delco. All right, with Ken Cage uh, and the boys from Renegade Ken Repo, Cage. we're doing a release. We're doing the soft open. He loves it's, a Delco. Uh, he, I, he's a Delco guy, man. I got my jorts all nice and ready to go. Nice. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm ready, dude. I'm all set. And uh, hopefully I'll run into a few of the Flyers faithful while I'm up there, and uh, oh, we, can, we can have a little meet and greet up there at 2SP at around 5 p.m. Come on out for the, uh, the premiere of the Renegade Repo over there, a little Q&A with some of the pilots and uh, a few of the repossession artists, the high-end asset artists that are, and they're going to introduce me into the, into the program. So I'm going to get thrusted out there. Nice. Thrusted out there into uh, in the stardom. But before we get into all that, speaking of stardom, we lost three icons in the business yesterday. Yep. All 76 years old. All three of them. Really? Yes. I they were all, th- all three of them were 76 years old. So that's like, th- that's complete coincidence, right? You know what I say that happens in threes? Yeah. Well, this happened in threes, and all three were 76 years old. And we lost Daryl Dragon, again, who was the captain, <laughs> yep. from, you know, Captain Antonio from the Love Boat. Bob Einstein, who was Super Dave Osborne. I mean, I grew up with Super Dave Osborne. Yeah, and, and now recently, more recently on Kirby Enthusiasm and things like that. Okay. And, he, and he's one of, the, yeah. one of the greatest comedians of all time. He, he was just, great just, on Letterman. His appearances as Super Dave on Letterman were absolutely hilarious. He's been in a lot of stuff. He was also the father in, uh, in the Ocean's Eleven's movies. Was he? Yes, he was. He was the FBI agent. Really? Yeah. Go back and check it out. Ocean's 12, Ocean's 13. He was the FBI agent. He's, um, what the hell's his name? Um, not Ben, not, uh, ah, Matt Damon. He's Matt, Matt Damon. He's Matt Damon's, uh, he's Matt Damon's father in those movies. Oh, okay. And then, again, and then the number one, obviously, uh, we lost Mean Gene Okerlund, who... Quite possibly, and, and, t- and Tony and I, Tony Bruno and I were talking about this last night as he and Robin got in from Arizona uh, on a red eye in the morning. And the phone lines are already lighting up, by the way. It's uh, 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. That's how you jump into the dumpster. And again, we have no call screeners. So much like Stevie Wonder at the airport, we're flying blind here each and every single night. Now, we were talking, and Tony was even saying this, and again, this is a guy who's interviewed you know, presidents and every sports figure you could possibly think of in the last 30 years. He, he basically said, he said, Gene Oakland was probably the greatest interviewer in history. And people, I, people will laugh at that, but... And I'm gonna, we're going to play one of the iconic clips yeah. here from, from me and Gene. But think about the personalities that he encountered during his time with the WWF and now the WWE. All those uh, just incredible characters. And he kept a straight face the entire time. I mean, he was right down the middle the entire time. You couldn't shake Mean Gene Okerlund. No. So we're going to play one of those interviews in a minute. But again, it's um, so in honor of the uh, of the of three goats passing away. We're going to be doing tonight's Luigi versus Listeners Fantasy Showdown, and you all know how this works. We pick a fantasy football team using different kind of characters, some fiction, some nonfiction. Last week, uh, it was Christmas. It was the week well, the last yep. time we did the show. It was Christmas week, and we did the Christmas characters, and I took them down the listeners, that is, and that is now five in a row for me, and I'm aiming for six. <laughs> for the six, I'm going out. I'm, I'm steamrolling all of my way through the playoffs. But so in honor of the three people passing away 
we will be doing tonight famous trios. Now, this spans the globe. You can go music, you can go entertainment, you could do actors, you could do real life, you could do anything you want, okay? But it's got to be a group of three. Now, Jason Nemiroff, who was the official Nemiroff pick for the listeners, he made the first selection already. Now, he took, at quarterback, he, he took, again, this is a, one of the no-brainers. You can't fault him for this pick, but I want to see people get creative with this. All right? He went three stooges with the first pick at quarterback. Again, Larry Moe and Curley, you can't go wrong. They belong on the board. They should be a top five pick in this draft. Absolutely. All right? Oh, they're a first rounder. But now, when, I want, when, I, when people call in at 619-924-9874 to give their selections and also you know, ask any questions they have you know, regarding fantasy football and fantasies and the like, I, I, want it, I want them to get creative with their trios, all right? And then people listen on Facebook Live via the Tony Bruno Show stream and also on, uh, on Twitter, at Funkin' Fantasy. Make sure you're hashtagging Funkin' Fantasy with your selections. The <laughs> Danny Dow says, me and Twin Mermaids in 1976. That's not bad. That's a, if you can get that kind of action, my friend, I salute, all right? Now, myself, I'm taking, I went running back. These guys were running all over the place, New Mexico mainly. But I'm taking... They were Mexico. They were Mexico. It wasn't Mexico. Yep. But I'm taking the three amigos. I watched it Christmas, night, or Christmas Eve night. You have to, man. It's, 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 it's an absolute must. This year. Again, I, I, I had the pleasure of seeing Martin Short and Steve Martin doing the two-man show this year at, they, at the Man Music Center. Did they, did they do any... Uh, Three Amigos? No, they didn't do any of the Three Amigos stuff. But I mean, but Martin Short still is little Ned Needlelander. He is that big. They didn't. He see, is like, that big. My Little Buttercup. No, but I do have that here. Should we sing that in respect to them? We could do it. No, they didn't die. Corrado and I sung My Little Buttercup last year. Yeah, that's. Well, actually, I sung it. He just kind of went. Uh, well, you know. Yeah, that's it. It's his Bane voice. It is his Bane voice. The fire rises. <laughs> anyway, let's get back down to the business again. So. I also have, because it's the year ended, it's time to go back and look upon the, uh, the prediction sure to go wrong and see how I did. Joe. Yes, sir. I didn't do too bad. I know the one that I laughed at you. <laughs> you did, but I was right. I looked at you cockeyed, I guess you could say. Well, that's because you got a little cock in your eye usually. Now, the thing is, wow. is that, hey, you did it to that yourself. That was more of a shot you on somebody else. I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking speaking about of getting shot on somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> now, the thing is, is I went back and I had to listen back to the episode and I had, again, I went through and these were the predictions that were sure to go wrong and I'm going to get to them as soon as I get done doing the MVPs and SOBs. Um, I didn't do too bad. I didn't do too bad. There were, there were some that were big misses, but the ones that I was right on, I was really right on. All right, and I'm proud of myself for that. I'll give myself a pat on the back for that one. Let's not stand on ceremony here. I stand anywhere I want when I'm in moonshine, all right? Now, Let's get down to the MVPs, all right? And then we'll start getting into the game. Actually, you know what, Joe? Why don't you and I make a selection real quick? All right. All right? So why don't you make a choice for the listeners? Right. The quarterback you guys already took at the Three Stooges. Yeah. So you could take any position you want aside from quarterback. All right, so I'm going to go running back. Now, these guys will probably lose their sneakers because they were never tied. Okay. Run DMC. All right, so you're taking Run DMC and Jam Master J. That's fine. It's no problem. I'm going quarterback. Take my quarterback right now because I need direction. Sometimes you need a Hail Mary. You need a prayer. I'm taking the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost at quarterback. Going 
Trinity? I'm taking the Trinity, baby. See how this works? Yeah. The Trinity's not bad, man. But you got to write it out. The Father, Son, Holy Ghost. A lot of people don't really understand what the Trinity is. Like our Jewish friends here in attendance, they, don't, they might not really get down to that. All right? He don't need now. to know because he knows that's a bad pick. <sighs> All right, MVPs from last week. Josh Allen home against the Fish. 17 out of 26, 224 yards, three touchdowns and a pick, nine rushes for 95 yards and two touchdowns, 40 and a half points. Josh Allen, um, when we do the pre-draft show for next year, it's going to be high on my board for fantasy quarterbacks, all right? Uh, Zay, don't call me Catherine Zeta-Jones. Six receptions, nine, six receptions, 93 yards, two touchdowns, 27.3 points. Who would call him that? I don't know. It's, just, it's stuff I make up, Joe. Okay. Um, just wondering. That's Tom all. Brady against the Jets, 24 to 33, 250 yards, four touchdowns, 26 points for Tom. Uh, in the, literally in the, uh, who the fuck is that guy? Bowl, Saints and the Panthers, okay? Kyle Allen at New Orleans, quarterback for the Panthers. Thank you, because, yeah, I didn't know that. 16 out of 27, 228 yards, two touchdowns, five rushes for 19 yards, and another score, 27 points. And I gotta mention Dwayne Washington on the other sideline, because I told you, this is a guy who I told you to draft on your, on your rosters four months ago, and he didn't take a single snap until last week. And he finally got in there, and he went for over 100 yards. So Dwayne Washington, 11.8 points. Blake Jarwin. Who the fuck is that guy? Again, the new tight end for the Dallas Cowboys at the Giants. Seven receptions, 119 yards, three touchdowns, 36.9 points. And what was basically the most... Uh, asinine game? It was the most asinine game. It was the most entertaining game the entire weekend. Dak Prescott, who played the whole game, I might add. 27 out of 44, 387 yards, four touchdowns, six rushes for 16 yards, 33.5 points for Dak Cole Beasley making a, making, a, making a rare appearance here. Six receptions for 94 yards and a touchdown. That was the game winner, 21.4 points for Cole. And Saquon Barkley, 17 carries, 109 yards and a touchdown. Four receptions for 33 yards, 24.2 points for Saquon. Matt Ryan at Tampa finishes out a very strong fantasy season, much to, my, uh, much to my chagrin. 31 out of 44, 378 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. He also had four rushers, seven yards, 29.5 points for Matt. Julio Jones, nine receptions, 130 yards, and a touchdown, 28.8 points. Again, now, fantasy owners are drafted Julio. They waited two months from the finally getting the end zone, and for the last part of the, uh, of the, uh, the fantasy season, he did everything but not score touchdowns. That's, that's all he did. Muhammad Sanu, seven receptions, 90 yards. Didn't catch a touchdown pass, but he did throw one to Matt Ryan. He was one for one for five yards and a score, 20.4 20 point, 20. points. Blah, blah, blah. Jameis Winston, who was named a starter in 2019 after the game, and why not? 22 out of 35, 345 yards, four touchdowns and a pick for Jameis, four rushes, 23 yards, 30.1 points. Chris Goodwin, he had six receptions of 114 yards and two scores. And then Mike Evans also, six receptions, 106 yards, two touchdowns, 28.6 points for Mike. Do you think Winston's going to stay there? you think he's going to be their starter next year? Yeah. Do you really? Until he has a bad game and he put Fitzpatrick back in. I mean, yeah, they're they're going to put they're they're going to start Jameis Winston. They made the commitment to it. Is Fitzpatrick? How, how many uh, years has he signed for? Do you know? He's probably going to go another year. They'll re-up him. Okay. Yeah. Because Flacco's got to go somewhere too. I'm going to I'm going to mention I'm going to mention that later on. See, I, yeah, you, you got to tease you, tease it in there. Right. DeAndre Hopkins against the Jags, 12 After receptions, 147 yards, 26.7 points. Tyreek Hill against Oakland, five receptions, 101 yards, and a score. That touchdown for 67 yards out. He also had one carry which he turned into a 15-yard touchdown, 29.6 points for Tyreek. George Kittle at the Rams, nine receptions for 149 yards and a touchdown, 29.9 points. He's another player who's going to be way high on draft boards next year. C.J. Anderson, back-to-back good – I mean, seriously, Todd Gurley who? Yeah, Todd right. Gurley who? 
Back-to-back games filling in for Gurley. 23 carries, 132 yards and a touchdown. Add another three receptions to 22 yards. 24.4 points for C.J. Anderson. Jared Goff, 15 out of 26, only 199 yards, but he did throw four touchdowns. He had 24 points. Brandon Cooks, five receptions, 62 yards and two scores, 23.2. Jordan Howard. Welcome back at Minnesota. 21 carries, 109 yards, two touchdowns, one reception for five yards, 24.4 points. Nelson Aguilar at Washington. Five receptions, 40 yards, two touchdowns, 21 points. Baker Mayfield at the Ravens, 23 out of 42, 376 yards, three touchdowns. He also threw three interceptions, though, 22 points. Jarvis Landry, five catches, 102 yards and a score. And Lamar Jackson, 14 out of 24. Again, whose accuracy only rivals Michael J. Fox at a urinal. 14 out of 24 is not very good. 179 yards, <laughs> but 20 rushes for 90 yards, two touchdowns, 26.2 points. And then Andrew Luck at Tennessee for 24 out of 35, 285 yards, three touchdowns at a pick, seven carries for 17 yards, 23.1 points. For Andrew, I didn't need no luck last week. The SOBs, which I'm changing, only because I made this sound drop and I love it. So rather than the SOBs, it's going to be called the... Um, you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Ryan Tannehill at Buffalo, 18 at 31, 147 yards, two interceptions. Every single Packer against the Lions. The Jaguars are terrible. Robert Woods against San Fran. He only had two catches for 24 yards. Chris Sutton against the Chargers, one catch, 25 yards. Uh, then you had also, oh, excuse me. You had Kirk Cousins <laughs> against the Bears, 20 out of 33, 132 yards. You like that? Like that. Oh, people here in Philadelphia love that. Let you me got tell two you. more years of that. Two more years of that, guys. 84 million. Doug Baldwin against the Cardinals. Two receptions, 27 yards, 4.7 points. Zach Ertz, Ooh. SOB for the first time all season. Three receptions for 15 yards, every single Redskin. Uh, the Baltimore receivers, which again continue to struggle as long as Lamar Jackson throws below 50%. Uh, the injury report. Everyone's hurt at this point of the season. Rookie report, Josh Allen, MVP. Sam Darnold at New England, it wasn't good. It wasn't good for Sam. <laughs> Sony Michelle for the Pats, he had 14 carries for 50 yards. Saquon Barkley, an MVP. Michael Gallup, three catches for 50 yards. Calvin Ridley at Tampa, five receptions, 32 yards and a score. That's one rookie I told everyone to look for the draft. And uh, if you did, he played huge, huge dividends for you. Peyton Barber for the Bucks, 15 carries, 66 yards. Josh Rosen at Seattle, 18-34 for 149 yards and a score. That guy sucks, by the way. And then Baker Mayfield <laughs> and Lamar Jackson, both MVPs. I got some props we're going to get into, Joe. I'm not giving you props. We got props from the NFL. We got props for NFL playoff weekend coming up. Before that, though, how do how you feel about Mayfield? Josh Robinson saying, stop Luigi. Happy New Year, fellas. Happy New Year, guys. Stop me from doing what? What I do? I didn't even do anything yet. How do you feel about Baker? I love him. I love him. I love him. I, I, him. I, I love him. He's great for the game. Man. I love him. I really I, and I apologize to the people that were hanging online. Uh, but again, 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. Um, also... Like I said, in, in, in conclusion with, sorry, in inclusion with the, uh, the playoff, I got playoff lines and percentages of the, the betting public. We got a few props that, Joe, you're going to make some picks on. Okay. All right. I'm still going to give you my avoid and deploy for the weekend because there's, there's playoff fantasy going on. And then our DFS plays, of, of course. And we got to get into, um, and we got to get the game. We got to finish up the game, too. Yep. Before we do any of that, though, all right, I want to go back. Beginning of the season, okay. predictions sure to go wrong. I'm going to read some of these off. Let's see how I did. All right. All right. I said Evan Engram will finish as a top three tight end. He finished 13th, but he missed like six weeks. All right. I said the Bills 
will suck. They went six and ten. Yeah. I said they finished seven and six. Well, actually, no, I didn't say seven and six. I said, what did I say? Whatever I said, I was wrong. The Dolphin. I said, oh, the Jets will have a top five defense. Finished 25th. <laughs> all right. Again, I got to get the bad ones out of the way first. All right. Yeah, that's okay. Case Keenum will suck, and Denver will not make the playoffs. All right. That's pretty good. I have the Chiefs will lose in round one, which is yet to be determined, but will happen. The LA Chargers. Well, don't they get a bye? Will win the division. And be in the Super Bowl. They are on the road this week. Chiefs got to buy, though. I know. They didn't, so get the, they, they didn't win it. Exactly. That's a push. The Raiders will finish dead last in the division. Right. Correct the Mundo. The Ravens, at some point, will bench Joe Flacco for Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson will never give the starting job back. It happened, ladies and gentlemen. That happened. The Browns will win a game. They won a few. Yeah. Okay. Le'Veon Bell will not play one single snap the entire season. Not just for the Steelers, but the entire season. That was correct. And he was supposedly a distraction. Yep. Said by, you know, the alleged. Now, this was wrong. Rapist. The Bears will suck. They did suck. Everything was fine until John Gruden won the trade Khalil Mack to him. Yeah. Everything was going just as according to plan. All right? Yeah, that flipped that whole team around. The Packers' Geronimo Allison will have a breakout season. Eh. He's all right. He's on the fantasy radar now. Okay? The Vikings will realize that Kirk Cousins is not Tom Brady and will fail to make the playoffs. Took a little while for that one to come to fruition, but it just happened over the past weekend. And, uh... That was right on that one. Let's see here. Sam Bradford will stay healthy the entire season. And for that, I would like to give myself a rolling round of applause. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. Now, he wasn't hurt. Right. He wasn't active. Well, he was, you know, just because he wasn't active doesn't mean, he, you know. But... He, but you didn't say that. You just said he wasn't. During hurt. the season, he was on the field. He was playing. He was fine. He didn't get hurt. Everything's good. Have you checked in on him at home, though? Because he's been home for the Man's last private life is weeks. his business. Man's private life is his business, all right? Todd Gurley will rush. I'm sorry. Todd Gurley will rush and receive for as many touchdowns as Jared Goff throws and will go over 2,000 yards for the total, to, go over 2,000 total yards, and the Rams will win the division. Rams did win a division. Todd Gurley went for 1,851 total yards. And missed a game. And missed a game. My championship. Two <laughs> games. He missed two games. Oh, did he really? Yeah, C.J. Anderson filled him for one. Oh, okay. Twice. And he scored 21 touchdowns total. Goff threw for 32. So I was off. But the yards were close. The yards were close. Pete Carroll will get fired. That didn't work. Yeah, it's but who did get fired? Marvin Lewis got fired. Now, this is something I won't believe it. Until I see it, all right? I won't believe it until there's someone else calling plays on the field. Remember, yeah. this is Marvin Lewis, the same Marvin Lewis who quit, <laughs> and then they told him to come back. Right. Okay? He said, no, 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 no. Bring it on back. We're, we're afraid of anything other than mediocrity. He did such a good job not making the playoffs exactly. the time. Listen. We need you back. All I'm saying is I got nothing against Marvin Lewis. 
But this guy has got to have more photographic just evidence on an owner than I've ever. That, it's it, got it, to. It, seriously, it's, it's insane. Forget Watergate. Forget it. Just like forget it. Marvin Lewis has got more crap on the Bengals organization than anything else. All right. The Flyers hockey's on right now. I got Rob, Rob Brendamore, coach of the uh, Carolina Hurricane. Very good. <laughs> there you go. I know my I know my hockey teams. You do? Yeah, I know my hockey teams. You can quiz me on that later. I said the Eagles will win the division, but not repeat as champs. They backdoored their way in. I still stand pat on me saying they will not repeat as Super Bowl champions. The Falcons will miss the playoffs. The Panthers will be a complete shit show. And the New Orleans Saints will be the number one overall seed and win Super Bowl 53. Will that come to fruition? Who knows? Didn't you also have the Chargers going deep, too? I have the Chargers in the Super Bowl, losing, yeah. to, the, losing to the Saints. Did you, you didn't mention that, though, did you? I did. It was one of the first things I did mention. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I was watching hockey. You know what you should also watch? You should watch Twitter, at Funkin' Fantasy right now. Make sure they're hashtagging the show, Funkin' Fantasy. And um, I want to get into some of these props, too, Joe. But before we do that, let's make a pick. And I'm going to throw it out to the audience. we got some people here. And uh, one of the people here is John Brightcliffe, who finished second. Runner-up. He was a runner-up. He was the first loser in the Funk and Fantasy Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is Fantasy Challenge. Okay? And he's here. He's hanging out. And I'm going to bring him up soon because the champ is here. The winner is going to he's, he's in route. I got his money in my pocket. Does Great he, cash, homie. Right here in my pocket, the fantasy winnings. Do you have walk-up music for him? You should. Uh, it matches the robe. I got, I got to get some kind of... He didn't win, man. He didn't win. He's the one with the robe. John. What? What am I going to uh, get? Who gets the robe? What do you mean the robe? Who wears the... Who gets what the robe? robe? What are you talking about? You mean the, you mean the, 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 the jacket, golden I'm jacket from Dominico's? Yes. Dan gets that. Uh. Dan gets the robe. He's got to go get fitted, but he's got to get the, I got to give him his money first. He's, John Robinson says the Eagles will win the bowl. What year? Win the bowl. John? You have smoked yourself <laughs> retarded. I want you to, I, 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 we, we can get into the, again, we're a national show, but the Eagles are a national story again, okay? Yes. They're, you know, they're a national football team, so we can talk about this. Um, we can get into the Wentz Foles thing. We can get into why the why why the uh, the train's not going to make it all the way to Atlanta with the boys on it this year. I'll be on it, but I'm not sure the Eagles are going to be there this year. Well, would I like it? Would I like to make it two for two in Super Bowls and the Eagles are bet both? Absolutely. That would be nice. Do I think they're going to go to at some point go to New Orleans and take down Drew Brees in that dome on the road? No. Absolutely not. Forget this whole underdog crap. Okay, last year we were underdogs. At home. True. With a to, bye. The last quarterback, the last guy to do it, to go on the road the whole way and get to a Super Bowl and win it, was Eli Manning. Right. As a wild card. As a wild card. Remember that. Eli Manning had to go to Green Bay. I think both times they won, they were wild card. They were wild card teams both times. Yep. They had to go on the road to do it. And to, to win a Super Bowl, two miraculous catches in, 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 in yeah. each one of those Super Bowls one with, uh, you know, David Tyree's helmet, and the other one was Mario Manningham on the sideline. People forget how amazing that catch is, and also forget who Mario Manningham is, too, by the True. way. He went to San Francisco and just faded off into the abyss, all right? Now, if, we want, if you want to get into that, you can do that, 619-924-9874. Again, people are going to be, you know, it's not about your heart, man. Your heart can tell you everything you want, and as a fan, yeah, I want him to win, of course. 
Of course, but if I was to take out every shekel I have in my pocket right now that doesn't belong to me and belongs to Dan, okay, and I was going to have to put it on somebody, I'll let you know who that is when we make the picks. Okay. All right? But, Joe, it's your pick for the listeners. Famous trios. Listeners took three stooges, run DMC, uh, three, three, three stooges at quarterback. The uh, running back is run DMC. I took the, uh, the father, son, and the Holy Ghost at quarterback, and the three amigos at running back. Joe, you're on the clock. Your pick. John Brycliffe, you're going to be making a selection for the listeners next. All right? All right. So I'm going to go with another musical uh, a solo act with a, with a couple of helpers. This guy can get up. He's definitely going to be a wide receiver. Jimi Hendrix in the experience. Taking Jimi Hendrix in the experience. That's, that's your famous trio? Yeah, man. All right, go ahead. Go for it. You never heard of them. I know who they are. I can hear Jimmy, all right? I can hear uh, Jimmy. Uh, right? Your yeah, whole damn it? band's white set for Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy Henderson didn't have no white rhythm section. Come on, man. Can you feel Jimmy, though? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go a little, uh, little off the beaten path here. Because, again, you get to have fun with this. I'm taking, um, I'm taking someone who's... Always relaxed. I'm perfectly calm, dude. And I'm taking Walter Solchek, Danny, I mean Donnie, and the dude. Oh, Jesus. I'm taking those, those as my trio. That's a hell of a trio, all right? Where are you going with that? Put them at the flex. They're a little crazy. Can I just put Lebowski or no? You can put the Lebowski trio. <laughs> Joe Quill and checking in. Torpedo Joe is back, baby. Uh, tell him back in full force. Yeah, he's he's blown a couple this year so far, so he should he should come. Down yeah, he there. did. He he hasn't. He he's usually pretty good. He he sucked. <laughs> uh, all right. Again, let me give you a few of these um these playoff percentages here. Now the Indianapolis Colts, they are uh, sixty one of the betting percent of the betting public is on the Colts against the Texans. Fifty eight percent of the public is on the Seahawks in Dallas. 54% of the public is on the Chargers as a road dog in Baltimore. And 52% of the betting public is on the Philadelphia Eagles on the road in Chicago as a six-point dog, the biggest dog on the board. The wild card odds. Will a wild card team make the Super Bowl, Joe? Yes is plus 170. No is minus 250. No. I don't think a wild card team is making the playoffs. I mean, making the Super Bowl. Will a wild card team win the Super Bowl? Well, obviously not. All right. How many wild card teams will win wild card weekend? This is ridiculous. How many wild card teams will win? Where's the one I want? Where the hell is it? Will any game go to overtime wild card weekend, Joe? Yes is plus 250. No is minus 400. Do you see any of these games going to overtime? You think so? Yeah. So you take the plus 250. Sure. Okay. What game? Indy Houston. You think that's going overtime? Yep. I don't see that. Uh, will any team get shut out wild card weekend? Yes, plus seven, 700. No, minus 1,500. Do you see a shutout on the horizon? No, I don't see that happening. I see us getting shut out. <laughs> I see the Eagles getting shut out. If I was going to bet on a shutout, I'd bet the Eagles getting shut out. Yes, I, I would. Well, Ruben Franks is uh, trying to put a little reverse hex on them, saying that they haven't returned a punt, 
kick off for a touchdown this year? You, you know, you could take all that, that BS and just get out of here with that. Seriously. So they're going to do a Devin Esther for Okay. Will any team score a defensive or special team touchdown during this wild card weekend? Yes is minus 140. No is even. I think there will be. I think there will be multiple yeah. defensive touchdowns scored. guys over pursuing. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Will any non-quarterback throw a touchdown pass during wild card weekend? Yes is plus 300. No, minus 500. What was that one again? I'm sorry. I was getting it. Will any non-quarterback throw a passing touchdown during wild card weekend? Yes is plus 300. No, minus 500. Do we see a little Trey Burton, a little Philly special yeah. back at us? No, he said he won't do it. But against the Eagles, that oh, would be Oh, what do you mean something. he won't do it? He'll do whatever his damn coach tells him no, to do. He didn't want to do it. He said he was sick. He wouldn't do it. He'll do it. <laughs> you think so? You don't think so? You think a non? No, I think they were going to do it earlier, and he turned right. it down. He turned down that opportunity. You think any of the playoff coaches will be fired by February fourth, twenty nineteen? Yes. Okay. Who? Clapper. Okay. Wild card weekend. All right. Who will record the most passing yards this wild card weekend? Andrew Luck. Three to one. Philip Rivers seven to two. Deshaun Watson four to one. Foles is five to one. Dak Prescott seven to one. Russell Wilson seven to one. Mitch Trubisky's fifteen to two. And Lamar Jackson, who couldn't hit me from here, twenty to one. I go Andrew Luck. Yeah, it's probably sound bad against Houston. Yep. You know, I'd actually, I'd actually take Rivers against the Ravens. They're not going to be able to run that ball that, that much against Baltimore. They're going to have to attack him through the air. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you got some other wide receiver stuff and all that other nonsense. But, yeah, that's basically some props for if you want to lay some action. Now, Joe. Yes, sir. We're going to get back to the game. Right. I'm going to bring John up here now, though, our second-place finisher, our first loser. And he's going to sit down here, and we're going to talk a little bit about some, some, some stuff, fantasy and life. And then – I got to I got to give John a uh, a gift card too by the way. John, you got your uh, your gift card from Moonshine here for having high points. How you doing, brother? Good to see you. John's one of our uh, he's, he's from Rescue 1. He's a fireman, okay? And uh, first responder. And Dan is a cop. As you notice, first response on the scene here already. Cop, where the fuck is the cop? Where's the cop when you need him? Love John's shirt though. Bro- Any- oh, the Mike Tyson shirt? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Any- anything with Tyson? That your quarterback, we have a saying. The at, we have a saying at rescue. What's that? God can save your soul, but rescue's going to save your ass. See that? It's <laughs> a good job out of them. Let me give these guys a roaring round of applause. <laughs> now, John, this was the first year that we had this the, the, the league that I put together. All right, John played in it. Did you have fun? Yes. It was enjoyable. A lot of fun. Yeah. All right, good. Now, is there anything that you would have done differently going back? Because I look at your roster during the, play, during the championship week. There's really not much more you could have done. Sometimes you can, you can make any move you want. You can try to, like, shape and shift things around. But the other guy is just going to be better. And there's nothing else you can do about it. But is there anything else, like, you would have done that you would have drafted a little differently now that you know, like, the intensity that was in this room? Because it was hard to draft in here. There was a, there was a fantasy draft special going on. Yep. It was the first time in history that – anyone ever did a show like this where we literally did the fantasy draft live where people were watching on social media but it was a breakdown of pick by pick 
And everyone was in the the war room at one time, and people were trying to throw people off, like trying to uh, guide them into taking you know different picks this way, trying to throw the scent off that way. There were a lot of people doing it. I know you were. I was definitely doing it, all right, because I had to. I had to. I we sucked. Me and Joe Clone sucked this year. I finished dead last in my own league. Yeah, that's not good, man. But it would look bad if I would have won it. It would look bad if I would have won it. So what? No, my my bank account would look better, but it would look bad in 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 public eyes. What I'm saying. But a lot of what did you think about the entire the, the experience, John? Did you enjoy the, the draft experience, the live experience, a little different? The live experience was great. It made a different atmosphere of, you know, and the people actually breaking your stones the minute you made your pick. Just like you did yeah. at all parties, but mm-hmm. I mean, this is like a host doing it, you know? Um, it was the first time I ever drafted with a roster format. Yeah. Two kickers, two def- which definitely now going in one year, Next year, it's it totally makes it makes a big difference. It makes yep. a huge difference because like, now you're not looking at like these. You're not looking at teams that are stacking 17 running backs on their roster. You know what I mean? Right. Now you actually have to draft. Like I forced people to draft two kickers. You had to draft two defenses. I capped the rosters because you you look at these leagues. You know, and and there's injuries, right? And the next thing you know, you go on, you go out there, and you know you, you lose a running back. And you go into free agency, who's available? Like Chris Warren and Terrell Davis, who haven't like suited up in 15 right. freaking years. Because C- some, somebody C. hoarded. Yeah, CJ and well, who absolutely <laughs> people would be killing for right now, right? But the, uh, actually, the guy who saved everyone was CJ Anderson the last two weeks, and then also Elijah McGuire, another, another great pickup for people. I went up against both of them. I, I hate to, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to break up old news <laughs> and, to, and to hurt you and anything like that. But, um, but you were a great sport, a great competitor. You are going to be back next year. Yep. All right. Um, John made some money on this. He made some second place money. He got his money right away. Good. I took care of him right away. Dan, fuck him. He's gonna have to wait. He had to wait. I made him drive down here to pick up his cash. You want to? Hey, listen, man. You you win. You got the big money. You got to come down here pick it up. You got to waste your gas. You got to waste your time. I want you to call out of work. I don't care where the kids are. I don't care what's going. What's the matter? Seven thirty-seven. He's late. He must not need that money. Time's ticking. Time. In fact, you know what, Dan? I'm gonna put it out there right now. Every minute that passes by. $100 $100 will be removed from your prize winnings. To the second place team. To the second place team, which we will split accordingly in the parking lot. You can or get some too. Tab. Or you, our tab. I'll be fine this will be that. the new trio right here, all right? <laughs> so now, John, I got to ask. Now, the Luigi versus Listener's Fantasy Showdown, you're, you've been listening to the show for a while. And Tony Bruno just said, Happy New Year's, Tony. Tony Bruno, there's a, another Tony Bruno, just said, Happy New Year's to Tony. Tony's, Tony's at home right now, relaxing. This is Luigi, but Happy New Year to you, Tony Bruno. Now, John's listened to the show for a while. He knows how it works. It's your pick for the listeners. Famous trio. You ready, Joe? Yeah, man. Or flex. It's right. going flex. Because they can't be a defense because they ultimately lost. The trio of Jaws. Quint, Brody, and Hoopa. Hoopa. <laughs> Greatest movie of all time. Greatest trio. They would have been around till the end of this thing. Nah. You got to go outside the box. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> you can't pick him as a defense because Joel's going tight end. Taking my tight end now. Laura Early. Two had a tight end. Two had tight ends. The other one, I don't look that way. I'm taking Jack, Chrissy, and Janet from Three's Company. The original cast, huh? The original cast, brother. You can't top that, man. That's strong. Who cares about their last names? <laughs> what were their last names, Eric? George, Jerry, and Wayne. 
Nah, because Kramer makes the fourth. Yeah. You see, that's where that's where the trio. You gotta you gotta pay attention to it, man. Oh, Jerry be, was the least Brittany, funny at all of them. Snow, Jack Tripper. Uh, what's, what's the Jack? fact that you know this shows me that you have no life. I mean, seriously. <laughs> but Eric actually travels around. He's like a man about town now. He just kind of ubers his way around life, and you know he just hangs out now. Buys and cookies. He buys cookies. Yeah, no cookies. No nothing tonight, man. You came in here empty-handed. Resolution. All right. <laughs> I liked you a lot better. In tw- I liked you. I liked you a lot better a week ago in 2018. But John, listen, man, I want to thank you so much for coming down here and hanging out and being part of the league. And uh, stick around because when Dan gets in here, we're gonna lynch his ass outside for all this cash. It's good to see you, John. John Brightcliffe over here. Just remember, if your life's in danger, don't call 911. Call Rescue One. All right, because they'll actually show up. All right. Joe? Yes, sir. It's your pick. Let's get back down to this. Is there any Twitter picks coming in? Uh, last time I checked, I did not see it. All right, because usually, you know, Street Bryce is usually checking in with a few things. And uh, there are a few picks coming in via social media on Facebook Live, but I'm enticing you people to call in instead. 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. You call in. If you call in and make a pick and the listeners actually win, you will also receive a gift card to Moonshine. How about that, Joe? Sounds good. New year, we're giving the whole damn place away. Now, it's your pick. You can take running back, wide receiver, tight end, defense, kicker, Joe. Where are you going? All right, I'm going to go with uh, tight end. All right. Beastie Boys. You took the Beastie Boys and run DMC? Yeah, man. I'm cornering the market. Yeah, you are. I mean, I had them. I was going to take the Beasties. Don't get mad. No, I'm not mad at all. Take another religious. Crime. I'm not mad at all. I'm going wide receiver. Right. I'm taking something that's sturdy, that's crisp, and that's sizzling. I'm taking bacon, lettuce, and tomato, my friend. The BLT. That's weak. Are you kidding me? You're just mad because you didn't think of it because you're not going outside the box. That's the problem. Yeah, that is you started working out. You forgot about bacon. <laughs> you forgot about less than a minute how good it is. I don't eat that rabbit food. I just eat bacon. No mutton? No mutton? Yeah, but a nice mutton, mutton tomato sandwich when the mutton's nice and soft. You ever seen Princess Bride? Yeah. You have kids. I'm sure you've seen this. Oh, yeah. Andre the Giant? Yeah, the tomatoes are so perky. All right. You know what? Some of Billy Crystal's best work. Come on. I'm taking another pick right now, though. You're going to go right above. You're going to go yeah. back to back torpedo picks. Go yes. for it, dude. It's going to be great defensive stance. Nothing will get past. It'll block up everything. Go ahead. Bacon cheeseburger. It's better than a BLT. You're out of your mind. That's not a famous trio, dude. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm, I am serious. I am, I am, I am, I am serious. Pizza. I am serious, man. Make that another is... pick. I'm, I, I feel bad. Make another pick. No, we'll take a vote on there. Gotta, see if, see if it... We will vote tomorrow, see, and you'll see, lose. See, Can you no, just no, make no, another no. pick? No, we'll go. We'll... Make another pick. I got a defense. You got a defense? Eric Cohn, what's your defense? Even people on social media go, what the frick, Joe? Seriously. <laughs> go ahead, Eric Cohn. Sometimes, sometimes the offense is just not clicking, and you need to send out a group that no one's going to score against because they're so intimidated. I'm going to go with the Hansons. Not bad. The Hansons? Yeah. The Hanson brothers. 
Brothers. The Hanson Brothers? The Umbop? Yeah. No, not Umbop. Hanson Brothers Slapshot, you asshole. Oh, those guys. <laughs> Not rating your KTEL record collection, Luigi. I'm just say, making say sure, man. I don't know. All right, that's fine. The Hanson's from Slapshot? Yeah. I'll take All right, we'll take that. That's not bad. And the phone lines are starting to light up now. 619-924-9874. They can score. They weren't they were wingers and a Especially center. You steal their corner. All right, I'm gonna go uh they brought their cars. I'm taking my defense. Because this has been known to stop anything. It's the only thing known to put out the dumpster fire. I'm taking stop, drop, and roll at my defense. All right? It's how you defend against fire. It's a good defense, man. Let's go to the phones. 610-352. 610-352. You're on the line. Hey, how's it going, Luigi? Who's this? This is, this is Charlie. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just hey, what's up, Chuck? What's up? Happy I'm New Year. For my work phone. Happy New Year, pal. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, buddy. Now. Happy New Year. Charlie, what the hell's going on over there, man? We got a cat that uh, got uh, spayed today, and um, it's a funny they wanted to give, they, they give you a heart attack at the veterinary uh, place, call you and tell you that she's uh, she shouldn't get the surgery because there's this number with her heart and that it's scary. And, um, well, anytime, basically I call my pet. What's that? No, I was gonna say, you know, anytime there's a pet involved and it's, you know, it's a part of the family, it's always a, uh, a a difficult situation. So, so I end up calling my vet, find out about it because I was doing a, uh, there's a spay and neuter club. And it's just a quick way to make $500 off somebody. I got another quick way to make $500 so, if you need it, Chuck. It's not a problem, man. They, uh, they give you a heart attack, man. They call you. They're like, oh, she might not come out of it if you choose to do the surgery. It's your choice. And, and they don't give you any information on, like, what they're talking about. And luckily, I have a family friend that recommended me. He's my vet. And he recommended me to take her over there. And he's like, oh, I should have warned you. Like, she's fine. Just don't, don't take that option. Well, and uh, hopefully so, everything uh, works out, man. She's, she's fine. She's here trying to rip the cone off her head. And, um, well, that's just basically me. That's, that's, that's me on a random Saturday night, Joe. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's usually a traffic cone, though. Oh, traffic cone? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chuck. Everybody knows how this works, too. Charlie calls in with his uh, Tuesday 10. It ha ha actually happens to be Thursday, so it's the Thursday 10. He gives us 10 random questions at the course of his day. We answer them here the best we can, and then he posts them on social media later on at Dr. Catfish Charlie on Twitter. So, Chuck, without further ado, question number one. All right, number one. Do veterinarians get you worried to charge you more money? Absolutely. Apparently so. <laughs> what the? Yeah. Considering the pet can't I, I know it's not just the place I was today. I, I, do they do it on purpose? I yeah, don't know. because you know why? Because they see, they see you staring at those big doe eyes, right, of, of the animal, right? And you got, you got Sparky laying on the, on, the, on the table, right? And he's got, like, stage nine, like, terminal cancer for a dog, right? And they say, all right, we can put him down. Or yeah. you can spend $97,000 on a surgery that will keep him alive for the next 36 minutes. And, what, 
And, and, but even then, it's only a 50-50 shot. What do you do? My neighbors did that twice. See what I mean? It, like, that's they what ended up bankrupting. I don't understand how, how that, how, how like, it, it could cost that much money to, to treat an animal. It's like a third of our size, man. It's like a small little animal. I'm a 200-pound human being. A dog's what, 12, 14 pounds? Yeah. Cats are less than that. I mean, I know they have insurance, like, like they have like, like, you know, veterinary insurance and for pets and things like that, but it's, it's astronomical, man. Of course, like, you know, if you, ha- you want to save your pet, they got you by the balls, man. They really do. I'm more like one yeah. of those ones, like it's like a YouTube kind. Like they should, they should have that. Like, you know, I'll try it myself. You tell me what that the problem is. You tell me what the problem is, and I'll fix it. Give the animal a little bit of Jack Daniels? Yeah, like an event. Like, like a step-by-step how-to, right? I mean, because, like, like, what's a veterinarian? Seriously, I mean, it's not a real fucking doctor. Come on, man. It's not a real doctor. You're not, you're not a medical doctor, you're man. You're playing with squirrels. You're, you're working playing on with, something yeah. that doesn't talk. That you're, you're, can't clean, you're cleaning the oil off of penguins, man. Come on, dude. You're not dealing with HMOs and all that crap. No. Nah, cleaning the oil nah. off of penguins. Come on, man. Stop. <laughs> you're not a real doctor. Don't be fooling me. Stop it. Next question. Next question. All right. Next one. Will social justice warriors calm down in 2019? Absolutely no. No. Do you see who they're after now? No. Who are they after now? Seinfeld. Yeah, what did Seinfeld do? What's the problem with that? I don't know. Oh, because, oh you know why? They, they believe that like millennials now w- would not be so appreciative and supportive of the PC, the non-PC humor that Seinfeld did and everything like that back in it. But again, he did say it. Now there's anything wrong with that. Right. You know, he made it clear. You can't go back at things that happened 20, 30 years ago that were funny and start to pick Wait, them apart now the and say that they're going after? right. They're starting to like, and start saying now that the, that it's wrong. You, it's not fair. You can't. Times were different. Comedy was different. Now you can't even be funny. Comedy sucks. I mean, just there is no comedy now. Comedy now it's funny. Actually, I, I did see a couple shows that were uh, absolutely hilarious. I went to go see Christopher Titus last year, right? Yeah. Now, I love Titus. Yeah. I liked his TV show. His TV show was yeah. Okay. Tice was good. It was Tice right. was solid. But he even he went like he was like he yeah. said it was horrible. Well, I saw Artie Lang with uh, Reverend Bob Levy and Steve Trevelis down at uh, okay. Cherry Hill. It's hilarious. They were they were just nasty and it was it was hilarious, man. It was old school comedy. Well, believe it or not, the two guys who I thought would be PC who absolutely weren't were Steve Martin and Martin Short. They were completely on PC. Really? Yeah, because Martin Short goes out there. He does his whole little like solo dance routine he's singing and he's dancing and then Steve Martin comes walking out and, and Martin Short turns around and he goes top that motherfucker and <laughs> throws the mic right at his face really? yeah oh, that's good Charlie what are, you, what are you doing man are you like in a drive-thru or something I don't know I was walking around <laughs> okay there's all kind of chatter going on back there man turn your carpet down <laughs> got a Fitbit for Christmas get back down to the... right, number, number three go for it are social justice warriors in the right to cast the first stone? Well, they don't throw shit anyway. You know, you're asking the wrong questions to the wrong podcast right now, Chuck. You know that, right? Well, I know. I, <laughs> well, I figured I'd get some good answers out of you. One, they got to watch some sports. Two, they got to get laid. And that's it. That's all, it's, that's all they need, man. Nothing like a good game, yeah. a few cold beers. And some vagina or penis, whatever you're into. Whatever you're into. Whatever you're into. I can't, even, I can't even ask what you have these days. I can't even do that. Don't assume. I can't. Yeah, don't assume their genders either. That GameStop video is absolutely hilarious. That dude's 6'5", and he wants to... <laughs> Charlie, no more PC questions, man. 
I can't deal with it. All right, I got a good one for you next. Thank God. What's your favorite Three Stooges combination? My favorite Three Stooges? Uh, combination, yeah. One with Curly. There were six yeah, Cur- I, I, I got into so many. We had I my men's league for baseball that I played in for many years. This one guy was Love Shemp. And I was a big curly guy. We would have... Not a chef guy. We would have major, major arguments, still to this day, on Facebook. We still argue about it. But yeah, curly, Mo and Larry were the, by far the best. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm an original guy. What about yeah. you? Oh, I love curly, man. Mo, uh, Mo, Larry, and curly are the three. That's the three stooges. Yeah, and I'm, he's all right, but... Joe Besser was atrocious. He's not... Yeah, it's like, you know, what's your favorite, you know, my favorite band, it's, you know, it's, it's Van, Halen, Van Halen, not Van Hagar. Which might be coming out. I know, man. I'm How about that? You going to go for that? I, I've seen them seven times. Really? Never seen them with the original band, though, and I would love to. Jesus, man, you need to get a life. Yeah, um, I've seen them with the original. What's that? I've seen them three times. Did you really? With Dave? Yeah, every time I've been in Philly since... Uh, the time they, I, I, I saw them the one time when the Phillies played the Rockies in 07. The game was going on as the concert started. Oh my God, who the hell <laughs> cares? <laughs> Losing me here, Chuck. Yeah. yeah. All right, number five. What three flavors of ice cream mix the best together in a Sunday? Charlie, you're getting a little outrageous here, man. You sent me back to my, to, my, to my big boy days here, man. Um, well, you got the, like, there's always like the Neapolitan, right? Which is the, the chocolate, the vanilla, and the strawberry. Garbage. It's not garbage. Yeah, you watch, garbage. It's not garbage. There's, watch Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. No. The one scene. They do I'm it. Italian. It's kind of racist. I can't watch that. <laughs> my thing is, like, I like... Um, <laughs> they, make fun of the, they make fun of the ice cream. It's great. I don't mix ice cream. No, I don't like either. it's one solid flavor. Make yeah. a decision and live with it. Yeah, it's yeah. I I can't do any more that. Like I, I I can't mix like chocolate and then throw in like butter pecan and cookie dough. By the but by, by the way, cookie dough is the most overrated ice cream flavor on the planet. That's bullshit. You like cookie dough? Absolutely, <laughs> man. That's like it's one of my. I like cookies and cream, but and I don't like cookie dough. Cookie dough is is. Phenomenal. You're eating raw cookie dough. Yeah, but it's different. When it's, it's not like you're making it. When you make it at home, yeah, you put the egg whites in there or the eggs or whatever, and that, that's where you get the salmonella. Those, when, it, when it's made that way, they're, they're not made that way because they know people will eat it. I like, the, um, I like the moose tracks with the fudge and the peanut butter cups and all that nonsense in there. What about you, John? You're ever shaking your head. What, what kind of ice cream are you eating, pal? Just like vanilla, that's it? I prefer. All right, vanilla and Reese's cups. Right, that's solid. Yeah, I'm, I'm a nuts yeah. guy. I am a nuts guy when it comes to put like I like peanuts and peanut butter and all Those Reese cups are loaded with protein. Good. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, well, we tell ourselves that. We tell ourselves yeah. that. Yeah, the little ones. You you do uh you like mallow cups? You a marshmallow guy? No, you don't do mallow cups. That's a decent candy. I like mallow cup. You don't find it too often though. No. You got to go to Five Below. I think you sell them at Five Below. They do have them at Five Below. They expired in like 10 years ago. You know it's bad when your candy choices are getting bought at freaking Five Below. That's where I go before the movies, man. That's where you find, um, what's, uh, Rolos? <laughs> Nemiroff likes Moose Knuckle. Of Moose Knuckle, Jesus Christ. Uh, what about you, Chuck? What's, what three flavors you put together there? You yeah, little, since you, you came you, up with this. You little chemist, you? I go, I go vanilla, 
Cookies and cream and cookie dough. They're my three. Vanilla, cookies and cream, and cookie dough. Yep. All right. Fair and enough. vanilla is the that's the middle flavor. I eat that one last but because you got to go vanilla bean though. Cleanser. You can't just go vanilla. You got to go vanilla oh. bean. There is a difference. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the, the champ is here. The champ is Dan Mim, the champion of the fantasy football. Put your money where your mouth is. League has arrived. He's got his handler with him. One's wearing jeans, the other one's wearing khakis. I don't know which one's which. But they're here. They're here to pick up their money. They're two weeks late and 30 minutes late from where they showed up. I'm going to bring them on, live. I'm going to bring them on air soon. And I'm going to have a proposition for Dan when he gets up here as well. But it's good. glad to see you guys here. I'm glad you guys made it. Did you find parking? There's, park, there's a parking lot right here. It's full. Really? That's all right, though. I would have gotten the move for you. Don't worry about it. Now, Charlie, let's get back down to the business. Go ahead. All right. Who is your sports version of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? Who's the, the sports version of the Holy Trinity? Yes. Uh, do they have to be on the same team? No, they don't have to be on the same team. You get three different sports. Jessica Shive. Cookie dough is straight trash. Exactly. That's that's bad. That's a bad take. <laughs> that's your girl right there, Chuck. Who's, that's right. It, cookie dough is trash. It's garbage, dude. It's gar it's white trash garbage ice cream. Cookie dough itself? Is that uh, See, cookie dough, but not an ice Cook, cream. That's it's exactly. It just doesn't belong. It's like it's like lamb and tuna fish. It doesn't just doesn't go together, dude. You're on speaker. <laughs> Jess is right. Oh, well, you're on speaker. Jess uh, is right. You're wrong. Bottom line, Jess, I agree with you. All right, and I'm glad that you agree with me. And you are on the side of right. Used, and the people that are burning in hell can have their cookie dough ice cream, and hopefully one day it'll turn into a goddamn cookie like God intended. All right. I eat that shit up. You eat anything up, you. <laughs> that's true. I'll kill that stuff all day. Uh, let's see here. The Holy Trinity. Um, I got an actual related one. For me, for me, it had to be, again, I'm going to stay local, and I'm going to go back to 08, and I'm going to go Utley, Rollins, and Howard. That was my Holy Trinity right there. Did it have to be teammates? No. It could be anywhere. It could be anything. So, so I go yeah. Bobby Bonds, Barry Bonds, and Willie Mays? Okay. Yeah, there you go. You can do that. That's, that's pretty good. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. That's pretty good. What about you, Chuck? I got to go Reggie, Donovan McNabb, and Nick Foles. They're my holy trinity. They're your holy trinity? No Dawkins? Yeah. Nope. So you're just locally. That's what you're doing. I, I went McNabb. I, I'm going locally. If, if I go nationally, I, you got to go... Got to go the best in each sport of all time, right? So I would go, I'd go Wilt. I would go, I would go Wilt. I'd go, I guess I'm going Babe Ruth and football. I'm going hmm, Joe Montana. I guess uh, that would be my three. All right, fair enough, Chuck. Let's let's keep let's just keep it moving. Yeah. That just just derailed the whole damn. Well, I didn't even put enough thought into that one. Like, I didn't even think of my own answer. I believe it. <laughs> go, go go ahead, Chuck. Next question, man. All right. Name a more iconic American song than American Pie. American Pie is dog shit. 
That song sucks. That song's it's for yeah, a bunch it's a, it's it's for a bunch of it's a for a bunch of over the hill people sitting around a campfire, all right, drinking beer and singing their songs and drinking moonshine. Not at moonshine over here at 1825 East Point Menson Avenue. I'm talking about the moonshine they make at home. And for a bunch of like underage kids at local bars who are just waiting for like Journey to come on. That's that's exactly what who who likes American Pie. Oh my god. Of course you like American Pie. Damn. I like cherry. You're killing pie. me today, Billy. Killing me. You're killing me, pal. Uh, it's a little more, little more iconic than it then. How about the Star Spangled Banner? How about that? <laughs> How about that's God Bless funny. America? God Bless America's a good one. Yeah, that's Free better. Bird. Free Bird. That's Josh, really have Free Bird's a better one. <laughs> Free Bird's quality. Damn. I think I'm about to get murdered on the next one, too. This is better. That's a more iconic song, for Christ's sake. This is more iconic. I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> I'm just going to keep playing songs until you start asking other questions. <laughs> what is your favorite tasty cake pie? What's that? My what favorite. What is your favorite tasty cake pie? Tasty cake pie. Tasty Claire. I like the coconut cream. The coconut cream. The eclair is garbage, man. You like the eclair? The eclair is garbage. Half the challenge is getting that. Joe, you and I are on the same page. The the eclair is nothing more than a French cannoli. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not into that. I'm not into that. I like the coconut cream pie. I like the, um. You're a cream pie guy, Bo? I'm a cream pie guy. I like coconut. Hey, I like the brunettes, man. What do you mean, man? Those redheads. I... That's right. I'm, I'm a coconut cream pie guy. And then I like the, uh, the lemon. The lemon pie. The tasty cake lemon pie is the clean tasting pie. Come on. That's just bad. Why? you want to burn your taste buds out of your mouth. Why would I want to burn my taste buds out of my mouth? Tasty clear. That's what the lemon pie does. It seems gross. Absolute awful. Jason Emmer says pumpkin pie. Now listen, the pumpkin taste the, the, the tasty cake pumpkin pie is not bad. It's not. Pumpkin, it's not bad. I'm so tired of pumpkin everything, man. It just got done. We're done now. I'm pumpkin season's over. It's over with, man. Pumpkin spice, all that bullshit. I'm tired of it. Chris, let me get another one of these, bud. All right, Chuck. Next question. All right, who are your four wild card winners this weekend? You want my, I can't give you the picks yet. The picks don't come up until the next 15 minutes. Uh, we'll, we'll wait for the picks then. We'll wait. i got to give you the we'll picks. We'll go to the last question. All right, last question. Thank God. What's your favorite skincare product? What, what, the, what, what is this, man? What is this, American Psycho? Neosport. Neosport. <laughs> Neosport. That's I've what been it, using coconut oil on my skin lately. It's working wonders. I, I probably use uh, super glue probably more. That liquid Band-Aid stuff. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not, I, I think. I, yeah, I, I got, I got a, a John's. It's good. Neosporin's not bad. Yeah. Neosporin's not a bad. What about you? You a, you a Noxzema guy? What are you? A Vix? Vix is pretty good. Vix is good for the cold season. Vix is useless. I don't do. I don't. I'm like, using the. Uh, you a lotion guy? The coconut oil. You put coconut oil on? Vix in my hand. Yeah. I don't know. I use a little argon in my hair once in a while. 
My hands were bloody. They were cracked this year. What do you do? Smooth. What and what are you putting on those things? I know, seriously. I'm I'm using coconut oil on my knuckles and like my like my hands. You have a girlfriend, don't you? I mean, Jesus Christ, Charlie, man. So you bought. Sometimes go automatic. (laughs) Don't drive manual. Sometimes, all right, man. I'm just. You you bought in the Kepler, huh? I was surprised, Chuck. Yo, I have. I do have manual transmission in my car. All right. Probably one of the few people out there. That joke went right over your head. All right, Chuck, <laughs> make a pick. I know. Make a pick for the listeners. Right, uh, Famous trails. I, I, I didn't hear all the picks. Okay, listeners, quarterback is the Three Stooges. Running back is Run DMC and yep. Jam Master J. Wide receivers, Jimi Hendrix the, and, the, and the experience. The tight end is the Beastie Boys. The flex is uh, the Jaws trio the, from the movie, which is terrible. And then uh, their defense is the Hanson brothers from Slapshot. The, my pick, Not the at quarterback, I took the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, the Holy Trinity. My running, backs are the three, my running backs are three amigos. My wide receiver is the BLT, the bacon, lettuce, tomato sandwich. My tight end is Three's Company. Flex is the Lebowski trio with Donnie, Walter, and the dude. And my defense is stop, drop, and roll. Did I hear that there was a running back or a wide receiver open? Both are available. Yep. I think we're going to go uh, – would we rather have a speed running back, Joe, or a speed wide receiver right now? At this point, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go, we're Give gonna me go three guys on speed. The, I, really I know. Care. We're going to go wide receiver. I'm sorry. With right. the three musketeers. I don't think there's a more iconic trio than the three musketeers, man. Well, there is, and we've proved that. Yeah, I mean, we proved that on this list. Yes, well, the they, Stooges, they were. The Stooges and, the, the Stooges and right. Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, I'd right. say. All right, after those, then it's three musketeers. Yeah, I'm taking all... my kicker. I'm taking my kicker now, and after this, I'm going to play a little tribute to, uh, to Mean Gene here. But I'm taking my kicker. I'm taking three guys. Just kick the crap out of you. I'm taking NWO. You saw it on Doug's thing. I'm taking. No, I had that already written down. Look, look. You can look. It was already written down. My list. My notes are my notes. Yeah. I don't look at this. I don't look at this nonsense. On the bottom. Well, I'm taking NW. On the bottom is where you'll be, Joe, and where you belong. Last on his list, Charlie. He just stole it off. Last on the list, but first in my heart. Now, Charlie. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Make sure you're following at Dr. Catfish Charlie on Twitter. Goodbye, Charlie. Happy New Year, buddy. Talk to you guys later. Happy New Year, folks. All right. So we were, I, I took the NWO for a reason so I can, I can segue into this, and then we're going to bring the champ up here so he can get paid and get crowned. But we talked about Mean Gene Oakland, right? And the guy was the greatest interviewer ever. Yes. I don't even think it's, it's, it's hands down. Because he had to deal with more nonsense than anyone I've ever seen in my entire life going on in front of him, and he never even flinched. He never moved a muscle. And the proof is, is this is the, the, the macho man interview with him, where the cream rises to the top. Now, I want you to hear how ridiculous Macho Man is, is sounding right now. And Mean Gene doesn't even, he, he doesn't even crack up laughing. Like, I would have been dying on the mic. Doesn't this guy was straight, down, nothing. Ba- nothing. He just keeps looking ahead, microphone in his hand like this the entire time, like he's in awe of what's being said. And even Macho Man doesn't even know what the hell he's saying. <laughs> Let's go to the tape. It's a day that I'm certain my guests at this time will not forget. I'm talking about the former Intercontinental Champion of the World, Macho Man Randy. Nothing means nothing. nothing. 
Nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top, yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top, oh yeah. Macho Madness, yeah, has got more to offer than President Jack Tunney thinks that I got. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you something right now. Cards stacked against the Macho Man Randy Savage in WrestleMania 3. Yeah, let me see it, yeah. Let me see it out loud. And let me point to the president of the World Wrestling Federation. The Macho Man Randy Savage is not happy with your decision, yeah. I am the cream in the World Wrestling Federation. Wait, wait a minute, and there is no doubt about it, yeah. You mean Gene Okerlund. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Oh, wait, wait a minute, though, Randy. I've got to ask you very seriously. Do you blame Mr. Jack Tunney, the distinguished president of the World Wrestling Federation, for Ricky Steamboat being the Intercontinental Champion today? Yeah, I do, yeah. Outside interference, yeah. In my moment of glory. Yeah, no, I'm living in a nightmare. And I am the cream. And now, not only the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship belt must fall, but the World Heavyweight Championship belt. Because Hulk Hogan, yeah, I am the cream. Yeah, You're the cream the of the guy? crop. And there is no one that does it better than the macho man Randy Savage. On balance, off balance, doesn't matter. I'm better than you are, yeah. And I'm talking to everyone in the World Wrestling Federation. And I'm even talking to President Jack Tunney. Yeah. I hear you, baby. I'm my way. And nothing is going to stop me. Nothing's going to stop me. You know, just out of curiosity, Randy, and I certainly don't want to diminish your tremendous uh, God-given talents, but, but I'm very curious. I haven't seen Elizabeth lately. Yeah. She's on the outside of the ring. Does she interfere in matches? Yeah. Nothing. Zero. Yeah. Pure athlete. Yeah. And I've been, uh, yeah, maligned from the top to the bottom. And because they can't handle the macho man Randy Savage, the cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? And there you have it. Now, just think about that. Think about being live, holding a microphone, trying to have an interview with that maniac in front of you, putting little creamers on your head, and he kept pulling them out everywhere. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen. And that was actually a tame one. Talk about a little creamer. What? Dan Mim is here right now, all right? The champion. Full name, Jesus. That's right. You're getting a full name, man. Here, well, you, listen, I, I got to give you respect, all right? Now, why don't you pull this microphone close to you? Dan won the first ever fantasy, funk and fantasy, put your money where your mouth is championship. His team was the best team all year. Cruised the whole way through. Won high points a couple weeks, so we got this gift card for you here, Dan. There you go. That's for you, number one. And, uh... Again, he took, he took on John here in the, in, the, in the championship and knocked him down. And I was asking, we asked John how, how, he, how he felt with the league, and if there was anything he couldn't go back and change during the draft, what would he have done? And was there any, anything that you, when you look back, where you felt like you could have done just something a little better to make life a little easier on you, even though you did win the championship? Yeah, for you. Talk into the microphone. You did. You, you, did. you had a good draft. But you made the right moves. You made the, you made the correct moves. What's that? Lucky. Well, hey, lucky is one thing, but you don't win this thing by luck. You need some skill, all right? Because in order to get the skill, in order to get the skill, and in order to get the cash, and the gold jacket, which you got to go get fitted for, my friend, 
You got to go get fitted for this thing. Michael over at Dominico's on Frankfurt Avenue is waiting for you to show up. You just show up, man. The call's made. I say, you go in there, give them your name, you let them know I sent you, they'll, fi- they'll fit you for the jacket, go back and pick it up a couple days later. You wear it. You put it on. <laughs> Do whatever you want with it. I don't care. It's a gold jacket. I, I mean, probably looks silly wearing what you're wearing right now, but I mean, it's, it's a nice jacket. I'll wear it to the draft. There you go. Wear it to the draft next year. You got to come back. You're the returning champ. Now, in my pocket, I got your cash right here. Straight cash. Straight cash, homie. As my man Randy Moss once said. If I can find a damn drop. Straight cash, homie. Here's the cash. On a table. Right there. Ah, before you take it. Before you take it. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a gambling man. And you're a fantasy gambling man as well. And you got your party. You got your GM in disguise back there, all right? I can't disclose how much is in here. But would you like to flip for it, Dan? Double or nothing? Well, if you win, it's, it's a gamble. You're gonna, he's a, all right, okay, ladies and He's ahead. He's going to take the money and run. He's going to take the money and run, which I, do I don't, which I don't blame him. They're both doing, which I don't blame them because I really didn't want to lose. I'm moving soon. I need all the money I need in my pocket. All right? I'm just saying I can't really afford to lose a goddamn cash either, okay? But here you are, my friend. Congratulations. All right. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. So now I want to ask you a fantasy question because you're the champ. So now you're, you're, your opinion now holds weight, okay? It holds water now. Antonio Brown, okay, is requesting a trade. Out of Pittsburgh. And he's, they're going to grant this trade to him, I think, okay? He had the tiff with Ben Roethlisberger. They also had one of the most beautiful marriages as far as quarterbacks and wide receivers go, okay? Where do you think he would actually fit with anyone else? And do you see, do you see him leaving or do you see Roethlisberger actually retiring and not even leaving it up to chance and another quarterback coming into Pittsburgh? Because if, if Antonio Brown leaves... His value, as great as he is, and I think he and DeAndre Hopkins are probably 1-1A one one right there as far as best wide receivers. League. I mean, obviously Julio's a freak, but Hopkins is just unbelievable. Do you think – Devontae Adams, I can't put him in the same, in the same stratosphere. as in, I'll watch in the next two or three years, but not right now. Devontae Adams is good, though. Do you think Antonio Brown – is still going to be talked about this way next year, or do you think he takes a complete dip if he leaves? I know, I know it depends on where he goes. You think he's going to San Fran? You think Jimmy Garoppolo... Is that based on Instagram? You think Jimmy Garoppolo is... No, that's what everybody was talking about. He, he unfriended... Steelers, and now he's, yeah, he favorited something from the Niners. Well, first of all, we all know that every wide receiver is a diva first. We all know that. And the, and the classic move is to go, to go go to social media, start unfriending people, start saying little jabs and things like that because obviously everyone's watching, the world's watching, and, and it causes more people to, to get all riled up and stuff yeah. like that. I got news for you. If Antonio Brown's going to, to San Fran, I want nothing to do with Antonio Brown. Nothing. Really? You wouldn't take him as a late draft? I don't, I don't, think, I, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is, is, any, is, is worth it, to be honest with you. They got him for a couple of years still, right? And again, when Garoppolo comes back, 
not to start the season, by the way. It's still Nick Mullins there. Okay, it's Nick Mullins for at least the first three weeks. But I don't think he's going to go there. Where do you think? Cleveland Browns with Baker Mayfield. Yep. That'd be nice. I thought the same thing. I think he's going to the. I think he's going in the division. I think Cleveland's got enough to offer. Okay, they'll give it to. They'll give it to him. Okay, they'll get. They'll make the deal with Pittsburgh. I know Pittsburgh. Oh, you can't trade him with the division. If they make the right. If they make the right package, they'll do it. They'll do it. Okay, you're going to lose a quarterback eventually. I mean, Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger's done next year. Next year is going to be the if he if he plays. I do believe Roethlisberger will do the swan song. He'll go out and he'll do his last tour and everything like that. Yeah, he won't be. Him and Juju Schuster will ride Juju's bike together all over the place because he doesn't drive, and Ben's usually drunk, so he shouldn't be driving. Keep that in mind, folks. And stay off the motorcycle still. And I think that Brown goes to the Browns and him and Baker and Jarvis Landry make beautiful music together and the Cleveland Browns start taking a stranglehold of that division. That would be nice. I think that it's going to happen. Be great. That would the, the Cleveland Browns fans have been waiting for this for decades, and I think it's going to happen. Well, when you're giving out free beer for them, which was – Beautiful, but was that Bud Light, right? Yeah, Bud Light. That- now, if you're the if you're the Eagles, local hometown team, are you making a play for Antonio Brown? Not gonna have the money. You will if you trade Carson Wentz. No, I ain't Carson Do you trade Carson Wentz to the Pittsburgh Steelers for Antonio Brown? No, because your team, a good receiver is nothing without a good quarterback. You're getting you're getting some stuff back. You're getting stuff back. You trade. You're not getting your quarterback. Do you trade? Nick Foles is your quarterback. Do you trade? Do you trade Carson Wentz to the Pittsburgh Steelers for a one and a two and Antonio Brown? No, I wouldn't. A one, a two, and Brown. No, he's untradeable. How old is Brown? Brown's twenty-eight years old. He's on the okay. All right, he's on the downside. Look. Carson Wentz is what? Carson Wentz is what? He's, he's inactive right now, is what he is. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. When? Next year? He's a franchise quarterback. He's a franchise quarterback. Cleveland's been chasing that for how many years? And they just got it with Baker Mayfield. And you have it right now with Foles. He's not a franchise quarterback. He just won this franchise a Super Bowl. He did. If Nick Foles takes this team to the NFC, if this, if Nick Foles takes this team. The day after Foles wins his second Super Bowl. If he gets to New Orleans and loses in a shootout in New Orleans. No, I still want to trade him. If he gets to the Super Bowl and wins the Super Bowl. I'll, would you trade him? I'd probably trade Wentz if Foles won two Super Bowls. I'm happy to get rid of If he Super got Bowl to the Super Bowl, I'm, I'm on if he, get, if, he gets, if he gets to me to the NFC Championship game and loses a tough game. On the road, three games. On the road, road, three yeah. games in a row. Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Foles is 31 years old and are in the prime of his career. Again, I ask you this question. If the Philadelphia Eagles are to win one more Super Bowl in the next five years, does it matter if it's Foles or Wentz? And let me ask you, and let me put this little wrinkle in there too. With the, with the acquisitions you get from trading Carson Wentz away, it sets you up for the next five years afterwards because you're getting draft picks you also control on a second-year contract. Well, if Foles mm-hmm. wins the second Super Bowl, then do you trade him to Pittsburgh? You can't. Why not? Because he's under. No. He's, he's a free agent. Thirteen million. He's a free agent. He walks. You leave. You get nothing for him. If Foles won two, I would trade. Wentz. Antonio Brown a one and a two. If Foles wins. 
If Foles wins. So this is all predicated on, on Foles mean. winning. Even February though Wentz just got another puppy. He just got a right. dog. You're going to yeah, ship him out. We think he's going to use Jeffrey, Ertz, and Goddard, and... Zach Wentz. And Zach Wentz. <laughs> Carson Wentz doesn't even know who Alshon Jeffrey is. No. You just see the stat. He targeted in the same amount of times as Foles. Right? How many completions? I'm just telling you too. How many completions? Because how many? He got targeted like four more times than Foles. But how many completions does Foles have? How, how many, to many different receivers. How Ten. many times did Wentz and Jeffries play together this year? Healthy. Last year. Almost the yeah, whole. Yes, so he had a pretty good year all last year. It's Ertz the whole way. Count the footballs. All you gotta do is go to Mike Trout's house. Count the footballs. There's like 50 of them over there. This year was Ertz. This year was near the end of the year, though. I don't think he had a. My point is, my point is this: is that you have a quarterback and a coach, and a system that work with Foles and Doug. And it's proven that you don't need this world-class athlete in Carson Wentz to make it work. So why pay more for something you don't need? That's my point, is that why do you want to pay for something that you really don't need for it to work. The engine's running great. It moves fine. How much do you have to pay Foles if he's a two-time Super Bowl champion here? $16 million a year? $17 million a How year? Long? Probably four years. You don't think he's asking for bigger money? As, as a I think he Super gets... I think, yeah, the, it doesn't matter. He doesn't shoot up to the 100000 think if I think he gives you a discount. I think he gives you a discount. I think you I get think Nick Foles. Get I think you give Nick Foles for five years, ninety million. If he's a two-time Super Bowl, you champion. get him for five years, ninety million, and he's the starting quarterback of this team. He has to leave. Well, he loves the city. Him. He loves the whole thing. Now, Carson's going to cost you like what? He's going to be 100. about hundred fifty million dollars. Uh, you lowball him this year with uh, your with the injuries and all that stuff like that. But then what happens when Foles leaves? Carson gets hurt again. If he does. Because, again, the only reason why people are saying to keep, we're, we're wanting to keep Foles this year was in case Carson got hurt. That's why we couldn't trade him. Because you could have already, already traded Foles. I would have traded Foles. For, I Me mean, too. I, I, I would have traded him too. But, God, thank God no one did because look what happened. You brought up getting rid of Wentz. Yeah. After the, after the Super Bowl. I was the first one to do it. And I gave you a business plan for it because it made sense. It was the right business move. It is a business. I, I, I you would have had, had Saquon Barkley... If you were to trade with the Giants, you could have had Saquon, another number one, probably a number one and a number two, a ton of cap space, and a healthy Foles. But at the time, you're trading away the MVP of the league before he got hurt. The MVP. So, but again, and, a proven. Again, he was proven. He proved that you didn't need to. You didn't need to. Excuse me. You didn't need to have Carson Wentz to win the Super Bowl. And in fact, I will say this again. Being that I was, I was there to watch this damn thing, if Carson Wentz plays in that Super Bowl, I don't think we win. I don't think we win. And here's the reason why. Is because the, re the reason why is because we attacked the Patriots going down the field. Okay? Foles attacked them going down the field. He didn't run. He didn't take off. He stepped up in the second, third tier of that pocket and threw the ball down the field vertically, which is how you beat Tom Brady and the Patriots in a goddamn Super Bowl. Carson Wentz would have gotten touched, felt the pressure, and took off for 15 yards. Would he have had a good game? Yes. Would we have scored points? Yes. Would we have scored as much? I don't believe so. You were saying the same thing when we were watching the Minnesota game. Yep. In the championship game. It was 
He wouldn't have made that play. He would have ran. He yeah. would have ran. It would have been, like been a different. Because when Foles was getting touched, Foles was getting touched, he stepped up. When Carson gets touched, he steps out. But that's what I'm saying. Defenses play Carson Wentz a lot different than Nick Foles. So everything's mm-hmm. going to be different. Foles, yeah, I mean, Wentz, you can't take away. He beat the Rams last year. That's his win. Yeah. That was the best team in football at the time. Okay. So everyone who says he never had a clutch win and all that stuff is full of it. I'm not hating on him. But I'm, that was him at his peak, at his best. And now you don't think at a home game, when you fast forward, if he stays healthy, that he can beat the Atlanta Falcons, the Minnesota Vikings to get to the Super Bowl. Well, first of all. You're talking about Wentz or you're talking about Wentz? But healthy. Foles, Foles came back against the Rams. I know, but th- I'm saying that's Wentz's win. Don't you agree? He took no, a, he didn't not, get, he, he uh, had that last drive. They were down. He had to for a field goal, but Wentz had the go-ahead drive with the two-point conversion on one leg to give him the lead. Yeah, but at the same time, like you're saying, that's his win. That's great that he he got that win. But then Foles went the rest of the way. You asked me a question. But a healthy Wentz that season. That's what I'm asking you. Does he beat? Does he beat Atlanta? He beat Atlanta and Minnesota. He beats Atlanta. I don't think he beats Minnesota at home. No. And even if he does, he's not. I don't think he beats New England. That offense was just insane. Look at the way this offense worked, right? So everyone thought, everyone thought. So Frank Reich leaves and goes to Indianapolis, right? And you saw what he's done with the Colts, right? I mean, I, I, I no one thought the Colts were going to do this. Everyone that no one even thought that Andrew Luck was going to be back 100. percent Andrew Luck was in the MVP discussion for a little while. You did, okay? You did well because you're the, the <laughs> champ, okay? And you know all, and everyone bows down to you. Yes. Now for a year, the, the, for a year, for a year. All right, but. But to be the man, he could say you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. Woo. He's got props. He could do that all year long. Now, my thing is, is that if, again, I repeat it, in that Super Bowl, there's, I just, the way Wentz goes, the way the play calling was under Reich, under Frank Reich and, and Doug Peterson, it changed when, when Nick Foles came in. It was different from Wentz to Foles. The same thing this year. They expect so much out of Wentz. They call it easier games than Foles. It's, it's not easier. It's just curtailed to him. I think they, they know that Wentz has so many other options, so they just call it. Like what, just a run? No, I just think Doug gets a little fancy with Wentz. He gets a little, how we can do this, we can roll him out, we can do this, we can do this, we can do the draw, the you know, options. Okay, well then he just proved you. You don't have to be fancy. You can just... Stick to the schedule, and you can do fine with Foles. Exactly. He's he's taking a three-set drop, and boom. Dan, Nick Foles, two picks, a Pro Bowl player, and a ton of salary cap space. Antonio Brown. What's that? I don't need Antonio Brown. I'll take the draft picks. I'd rather have more draft picks than that. All right. Well, there you go. But you also got to think. Look at Howie Roseman. Who was his last Yeah, that's that's my whole thing about draft picks. He's had one, one got, or two over the last. So now you're saying. So now you're saying you don't dra- you don't trade him because you don't draft you don't trust who we draft after him is oh, what you're saying. That's another issue. Well, you get an offensive lineman that's going to take two years. Peters is done. Sproles yeah, is you done. need a, you need a lineman. Yeah, you got to start replenishing some of this stuff, Sproles right? Is getting old. And everyone probably on his last leg. Everyone was nervous leg, about Douglas. Yeah. Douglas, you know, what's he done? Nothing. As, as you know, helping out with um with Howie. Yeah, everyone. Oh, he's going to leave. He's going to leave. Well. What if they hit on the draft? All I'm saying is the window for this team is about whoosh, right it's there. Closing. Right there. It's starting to close. So do you try to get some assets and open that window back up? Well, it's like I said, it's not like, Car- it's not like God said Carson Wentz is the last franchise quarterback to ever be born in the history of ever, ever. Okay? There's going to be another one. 
There is, but they have a good blueprint to make Carson Wentz their guy, too. What, how many picks they got this year? 13? I don't know what they have. Um, they have, like, 13 picks. So what are you going to do? Are you going to draft well, another quarterback in case Carson no. gets hurt? So you have to you – need, you need them draft picks because he's going to be 100 – we just said it. Yeah. Low ball, he's 115. Right. That low, that's, yeah, a, that's a big chunk of your money. Yeah, absolutely. So your draft picks are going to be important. If you trade away Carson Wentz and you keep Foles, and Foles – Turns mm-hmm. in to Nick Foles. Ten picks. Then you just have a lot of picks with an average quarterback again. Look, man, all I'm saying is that Nick Wentz, Foles is Nick Foles, Luigi. I admit it. He did for our city. I love him. He can never take it away. It doesn't have to be but Nick Foles. I, but I test. I, it, but you don't think I Carson test. My eye test is there's one guy who's playing sun, Sunday and the other guy's sitting on freaking sideline. Forbes and he's at his best. You can't. You don't put Wentz above Foles. Wentz is by. Far the better the the, the, the he's he's got so many more tools. But here's the thing, though. Foles has proved you don't need it. That's the thing. You don't need it. You don't need all that extra stuff to make it work. It's like this. It's like it's like getting a. I don't know. It's you, you buy you buy a brand new Lamborghini, right? You buy the Lamborghini, and one pulls up, and then another one pulls up, right? And your Lamborghinis are exactly identical, except for one has got a sparkly little disco ball in his, in his, in his rearview mirror. One's got a disco ball, a little extra something that you don't even need, and yours is running just fine. What's the difference? They're still going to get you there. The other one's just a little bit more pretty. That's all it is. Why? Because it's a humanitarian? Because he, he goes out hunting? He's a good Christian boy? Is that all it is? I'm not married to him. He's not my brother. He's not my cousin. I'm not, I'm not a part of his family. I don't care. I do not care. I don't care that if he dumped his girlfriends, I don't care if he dumped his girlfriend to marry her friend. I don't care. We didn't know about that one, did we? No. Oh, that was a, that's a fun little wrinkle. Huh? Oh, yeah. He's not exactly the, the sweetheart that everyone knows. No, he's not like Thibaut? Oh, no, no, not at all. Yeah, his wife, that's his ex's friend that he dumped for her. It's, you're allowed to do that. I understand. I understand that. But I'm just, what's that? What else are you doing? Dan's right. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe she was a better Christian. Yeah, that's what Musbarger said. Yeah. All right, be but enough of this. All right, get, be a quarterback, Again. boys. This is what you can get. I was the antichrist for saying to trade him almost a year ago. I'm the antichrist for still doing that. But again, it's picked up a lot more steam because it's start- for Antonio yeah. Brown. I wouldn't trade him for Antonio. For Antonio Brown, a one and a two. And they're three years apart, right? Foles and Wentz. Yeah, he's 31. He's in the prime of his career. He's in the prime. What's that? You see when he gets sacked, looks like he's going to die. Have you seen Wentz get sacked? He did die. <laughs> what? He tore the ACL. He didn't but die. he rose again. <laughs> yeah, but he, but he did rise. That's right. He did rise again. <sighs> Why are they running him with an option with a bad back? I don't know. But I'm now, but now I'm inside of the field. Yeah. But now I'm going to give Dan an option because Dan, you got to make a pick for the listeners here, buddy. You are the fantasy guru. You are the winner. I bow to you. I kneel before Zod and famous trios. You can go anywhere you want on this. Yes, any trio in the history of ever. All right? It doesn't have to be sports-related. It could be pop culture. It could be food. It could be uh, entertainment, music, whatever. But any trio you choose for the pick. That was my pick. There's like 30. There's like 30 in the Wu-Tang Clan. I just take three? Just three of the good ones. Old dirty bastard. That's all you need. No, you need to take a solid three. Any trio. Sports, we'll go. Uh, what you call it? 
Leclerc, Lindros, and uh, Legion, Legion, of Legion of Doom. Taking the Legion of Doom. Yaki guy. As the Flyers are losing 2 0 this evening. Now, GWK3 on Twitter goes Luigi, Tony, and Robin. No. See, that's not bad. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> come on, man. You're disrespecting my own damn show. I know, I know it's your show, but come on. Disrespect me my own goddamn show. Dan, where do you want? Is that running back or a uh, kicker? Hey, I, I, I think I might have to do it. We'll go kickers. There's definitely better three than them three. I just took it off. No, I'll leave that for you. I mean, they can skate. They're I'll leave that for you. They're good with their feet. <laughs> they are good with their feet. There you go. <laughs> that's all they can do. Oh, are you going to put them a kicker? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you, you, can't have Le- you can't have Lindros running as a running back because he'd get a concussion in two seconds. So that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, keep your head down, baby. Just keep running. That's right. It's running backs, too. I got a wide receiver and a running back left, right? Go running back. Take my little guys. Little maniacs all over the goddamn place. Animaniacs? Not the Animaniacs. I'm taking Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Okay. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Don't, don't, don't talk at me, you're, Torpedo you're, Joe, you're, you're with the picks family. you made. I'm going to let John Brightcliffe make the last pick for the listeners. He's got a solid one, and I like it a lot. All right? That was your run- he's a running back. That and was, he's a run, exa- and he's a running back. That was your running back. And That's my Huey Dewey Louis. <laughs> I tried to show Luigi. No, it's good. It's good. I was gonna steal it from him, but I'm not gonna do that. It's actually pretty good. It's <laughs> solid. It's pretty damn solid, man. Our good. listener running back from. Wait, wait, I gotta get into my avoiding the ploys first and all the other stuff. We gotta get down to the business, the funky stuff. Teaser, my avoiding the ploys. These are these are the these are the. They call this a teaser. These are the the the. Again. I'm not the guy I tell you when to start, Antonio Brown. I tell you when to sit, Antonio Brown. So, going back to last week, let's see how I did. Again, this is before there were announcements. Drew Brees, correct. <laughs> I told people to avoid Todd Gurley, correct. Corey Davis, correct. David Njoku, correct. Hit, four out of four. That's good, man. Wait a minute, we talk, what's this about? These are the avoiding the points. The players that like, start and sit. The end of the year? No. These are uh, from last week. Todd Gurley, there's an obvious one. Well, no, I said avoid him. Don't play him. Look at the champion. I know. He's relaxed now. He's real comfortable, man. That's what you can do. He can get like a, a, like a plush seat. Can't wait till he has a jacket. He's doing all right, man. He said next week, join Dan and Joe. For, uh, exactly, right? <laughs> can we talk about how I won the championship with CJ Anderson and Elijah McGuire and Ian Thomas? <laughs> no. <laughs> Deploy. I said that everyone start. Aaron Rodgers against Detroit because he's hell-bent on freaking scoring points all of a sudden. He got hurt. Josh Allen against Miami. That was a hit. Doug Martin at Kansas City at 100 yards. Nelson Aguilar at Washington. Bang. Two touchdowns. And then Gerald Everett against Sam Fran. He didn't do anything. My daily fantasy plays last week. Josh Allen. Hit. Darren Sproles. Eh. Reuben Foster. Was good. And Nelson Aguilar. That was a hit. Did pretty good. This week, we're going to avoid for people playing that uh, fantasy, uh, what's it called, for, uh, no, for people who are playing playoff fantasy. We're avoiding Nick Foles at Chicago, even though I just spoke him up. We're going to avoid him. <laughs> you just put him on the pedestal. I'm saying he can win. I'm saying maybe they can do, it can do well, but I'm just saying. It's going to hurt his value now. We're going to avoid Chris Carson at Dallas. We're going to avoid Mike Williams at Baltimore. And we're going to avoid Zach Ertz at Chicago. Chicago is probably the best team in the league in defending the tight end. And he is their main weapon. And they will do everything they can to shut down Mr. Ertz. So, Good. Mike Trout, if you make the uh, pilgrimage out there to Chicago, no footballs for you via the Earth string. All right? So, the Eagles win it or what? We'll get to that in a minute, Dan. So, what happens if, if uh, Aguilar gave Trout that football and Sudfeld wanted it back? Aguilar. How, how Aguilar's that? handing out, he's giving out the cheerleaders and things yeah, like that's that, man. True. Yeah. Deploy. We're going to deploy Tariq Cohen against, against the Eagles. 
were deploying Russell Wilson at Dallas, Taylor Gabriel against the Eagles, and Blake Jarwin, again, because he just scored like 50 freaking fantasy points for the Dallas Cowboys, and he is now the uh, heir apparent, it seems, uh, it appears, to Mr. Jason Witten. Uh, our DFS plays, again, we do this on FanDuel, and I'm going to go with every single person I told you to deploy. Tariq Cohen, he's 7,000. Russell Wilson, 7,800. Taylor Gabriel's 5,000. And Blake Jarwin is also 5,000. Now, that was the fantasy part of it. All right, now it's time to get down to the reality part of it. Once this thing starts buffering. Not Michael Buffer. There you go. It's time for Stone Cold Lead Pipe PVC Locks. All right. Last week, three and one. This week, Four games on the, on the docket. I'm going 4-0, buddy. All right. And if I go 4-0, people are going to be upset, but I'm going 4-0. Let's start out. Indianapolis travels to Houston. It's not that far of a trip, but it's a little south. Line opens up at 2. It's down to 1. And I'm taking Frank Reich in the Indianapolis-led Colts in Houston as a one-point underdog to win that game. You agree with that, Jeff? Yeah, I'm with you. All right. I said that earlier, yep. And we're going to stay in the big state. In overtime, yeah. We're going to stay in the big state of Texas. Seattle, coming up from the northwest, traveling down. Russell Wilson and the boys are a two-point underdog in Dallas. Everyone wants to take Seattle. I'm taking Dallas. I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys minus two points at home. After that showing they had in New York, in a game that meant nothing to them, that they continued to play hard. And that defense... That means nothing. That defense is going is, is gonna to step up and play lights out. Zeke's going to be plenty rested. Dak Prescott will do just enough to win that game. And as well as I think Russell Wilson will play, I think they will do just enough for the Cowboys to beat the Seattle Seahawks. And I will take them laying the two points. Then we're going to go to Baltimore. Not by choice, but because we have to. And I'm taking my Los Angeles Chargers. Two and a half point underdog on the road. And the only way to get to the Super Bowl is you got to get through Baltimore. Because geographically speaking, you got to go to Baltimore and then you go down, you know, southeast, southeast, is it south, southeast on your way to Atlanta. Now I'm taking Los Angeles Chargers, plus two and a half, in Baltimore, take care of business against the Ravens, and then finally. Well, before you get to this one, what do you got? That's Seattle, Dallas. You don't think Garrett? There's, there. I mean, you talked about Dak's going to do enough to get there. But what about Garrett? I think Jason Garrett's going to. Out coach Pete Carroll for once. Really? And then Dallas is going to go on the road and get their dick kicked in by the Rams. That's well, yeah. what's going to happen. If the, yeah. I think either team is going to get started. I think they take that, care of business, though, at home. Right. I think they take care of business. If Dallas wins, I think they go to New Orleans. That's right. They do go to New Orleans. You're right. They do play either the Saints. Way, and either way, it ends started. there. It ends yep. there. It's one and done. And last but not least, the Philadelphia Eagles travel to Chicago. It's going to be perfect out there. 42 degrees. The defending Super Bowl champions are a six-point underdog on the road. And rightfully so. Because as well as I just talked about Nick Foles, and as that you, you don't need Carson Wentz, yeah, come crashing down, right? the problem is you do need some sort of a defense, and you do need a little bit of a running game to be able to win in the playoffs. And uh, they don't have that this year. Chicago Bears are six-point favorites. I see the Bears handling business at home. Eagles will play a tough game. They will lose the good fight ultimately, 
like 23-13, something like that. But I'm taking the Bears. Again, I got to do this. This is with my head. It's not my heart. All right? If I had just money laying around like Dan does over here, all wimbly-bimbly to throw out or whatever, I'd probably just take the Bird's money line and call it a day. I hope your picks are better than your fantasy picks. Me too, buddy. Me too. Listen, I, I, must, I sucked in this league, but I, did, I won the other league, all right? Take, those guys. take it easy, all right? I, told, I said to John Earl, I said, it would have looked bad if I would have won my own league. I won the other league, too. Did you really? Congra- oh, Jesus Christ, man. You're, you're, you're in two leagues, Dan? I'm actually in four. Four? How'd you do in the other ones? What uh, don't you... Whoa. Lost in the finals and won the other one. I didn't make the playoffs. It's all right, though. That's, but you won some cash, and that's all that matters, all right? So I'm taking the, I'm taking the bear. I'll go around the table. Joe, Eagles, Chicago... It's a six-point line, right? Correct. I'm going to go Eagles. Taking the birds. I still think they can win that game. I do. I want them to win. I do. I mean, but you're asking for my, my expert opinion, and, my, and it's, I'm t- my head says the Bears. My heart's saying birds all day long, and I'm going to be rooting for them like crazy. I'll be in a local establishment getting jiggy with it. Yeah, you still I'll do get that? Jiggy. Well, yeah. Okay. You know Stogie's on a Sunday. It's crazy. I haven't been over. <laughs> I got to get over there. Oh, it's, you although, haven't been? Although I got to work Sunday night anyway, so I... Why don't you come by? It's a 4 o'clock game. Yeah, I know, because i got to get to bed. i got to work like 16 hours after that. I hate to do it to you. I know, man. I hate to do it to you. I'll watch the game, though. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a pass. Dan, champ. No, man. Come on, Homer. The Eagles might pull it off. The Eagles Trubisky, might pull it off. Trubisky's first game. Eagles defense yeah. is playing good. Tight Big ass. Foles got that magic going. All right, a lot of people are saying Sproles is going to play a big role. I, I do think Sproles is going to have a, is, is going to have, is going to play a very big role in this. And in fact, for the Eagles to pull off this upset, and it will be an upset. Defensive touchdown. No, Sproles will have to have a, a, an amazing game. Yep. I mean, we're talking like eleven receptions, like all over the place, like doing all that stuff. I would love to see that more screens for him, man. A lot of people are saying that the Eagles, uh, you know. It's going to be funny because they let us, you know, they're the ones who got us in there and we're going to knock them out. But look at it from this way. The Bears didn't even need to win that game. They didn't care. It didn't matter to them. They went out there and won anyway because they said, bring on the champ. We're not afraid. Who cares? Because people are talking about this locker room talk like, oh, yeah, we're six point dogs. And, you know, that, you know they, they, they let us in the door. We're going to knock them out. We're going to prove them wrong. But think about that. The Bears are sitting there going, we're going to win this game just to show you that we don't care who we play. And we want to beat the champs. We want to play them. They want to play us. They didn't have to play us. They chose to play us. They could have benched everyone. And I don't, do you buy that thing about, oh, you know, it's tough to beat a team three times? I, I think the way they handle them and the way Cousins is going outside, you know, playing in Chicago, I, don't, I, I think that would have been a cakewalk for them there, too. I believe so. I do. You know, so like, they should have, you know, I could have seen them tanking that game. Just like I said, that. I just think that the Bears they had no... They had no reason to win that game. Nothing. They benefit nothing. It's a divisional game. It's like the Eagles knocking the Cowboys out. They don't benefit anything from it, though. You're getting ready to go. You're getting, re- you're getting ready to be, uh, to host a playoff game, right? He wanted to keep his guys fresh. They're young. They're, yeah, I understand That's that. That's how I I understand they're young, they're young but, but you know what, though, John? You don't play them the entire game. Because you know what? It doesn't matter if you win or lose the game. You just want to see them play well enough. But what they did was they just put their foot down on them, man. They wouldn't have the proof that they send a message going. It doesn't matter who we play. The Vikings just really suck. Yeah, they fell apart, too. Yeah. So you're saying, play? Eagles. John? I think it's the Philly way. They're Go ahead, buddy. Talk about. I think Bears big. Bears big. I think, I have, I think it's Bears Chargers. Bears Chargers. Now, I was the only one talking Chargers. Chargers. I was the only one talking Chargers a month before the scene started. Now, all of a sudden, everyone's on them. 
Everyone, I act- liked it at the draft. I did. I think it's George. I think it's Philip Rivers year. Thinks Phillips gonna. I think all that. All that. That draft says it too. Eli had to be wild card twice to go win it. Yep. Ben was a wild card and won it. And now it's going to be Phillip. It's going to pop out two that's more right. kids now after that. Yeah, that's a big night. That's eleven kids. Yeah. At least. What are you talking about? He had another one already before the show's even over. In fact, check the dumpster. It's probably sitting in there right now. I, I didn't mean it like that. I meant like as far as like it being born outside the dumpster fire. You know where I'm going. Let's make the last pick because we gotta get the hell out of here. All right. So listeners, pick. John's got a good one. At running back. From Bayside, the Saved by the Bell trio. A.C. Slater, Zach Morris, and Screech. A.C. Slater, by the way, was a running back for Bayside. He was the quarterback. He was also no, he was a running back. because they, they, was yeah, also they a ballerina. Was, yeah. <laughs> so was Lynn Swando. He also so married the showgirls. <laughs> he ended up being Keith Byers in the, in the, the extra clip-on. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. All right. That's a good one, though. I do like that. What do I got left, Joe? Wide receiver? Yep. I can't believe I'm going to leave these guys off the list, but the problem is there's no speed. Oh, man. This is tough. You want Gargano on me? Oh, man. Thank you. Um... Taking the Magi, man. Taking the three wise men. I'm taking the three wise men. I was going to take the tenors. But Pablo. He's going very religious on this. I'm trying to change my ways. 2019 resolutions, Joe. Come on. Just remember. All right. Rescue will save your ass. That's right. Thank you. But, but if you're looking to get paid, call 911. All right. So, guys, gentlemen, thank you for coming in. Dan, John, congratulations. We'll see you at the next draft. Don't spend it all in one place, cocksucker. Now, does Dan have to buy in <laughs> next year, or is he going to automatic? No, he's got to buy in. It's expensive. What are you, crazy? Don't forget to tip your commissioner on the way out, by the way. Now, listen. <laughs> Before I get to the end of this, let's give out the one more time. People can go on Funkin' Fancy tomorrow to vote on this. I post the results of this tomorrow. We put the poll up. Because, again, you're not a show if you don't post a poll. Right. No self-respecting show does not have polls, okay? Nor club. The listeners... At quarterback, Three Stooges. The running back, Run DMC, Jam Master J. Running back, Saved by the Bell Crew, Zach, A.C. Slater, and Screech. Wide, rece- wide receivers, Jimi Hendrix and the Experience. Their other wide receivers are Three Musketeers. Tight end is the Beastie Boys. I love the Beastie Boys. Their flex is the Jaws Trio. The defense is the Hanson Brothers from Slapshot. Thank you. Not the... Uh, not Umba. Not Umba, okay? And the kicker is the Legion of Doom, which is Recky, LeClaire, and Lindros. My team, my quarterback, I went, the tri- I went the Holy Trinity, man, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. I mean, not Recky, uh, Renberg, I'm sorry, Renberg. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the Crazy Eights, I'm sorry. I'm not a hockey guy, I don't care. Look, your Flyers right now are losing 3 nothing. by the way. By the way, I think Wentz played more games than Renberg ever did. He probably did. Running back, my running backs are Three Amigos and Huey, Dewey, and Louie. My wide receivers, BLT, Bacon, Lettuce, and Tomato. The other wide receivers are Three Wise Men, the Magi. My tight enders... Um, as the cast of Three's Company. My flex is the Lebowski, the big Lebowski trio. My defense is stop, drop, and roll, and my kicker is NWO. Didn't, didn't DMX have a... DMX? Callers all day. You know fancy. You don't know nothing about reality, all right? Wasn't that a DMX song? DMX? Yeah, didn't he do it? What the hell are you talking about? Stop, that stop, drop, open up, shop. Oh, there you You're go. so white, dude. <laughs> You're so white. I don't, I don't drive a Prius, though. You're so, speaking about, by the way, Prius, 
You didn't trade in the mini, did you? Hell no. Oh, okay. No. But I want to... You guys are in freaking law enforcement. If you see a Prius, just pull him over and get the shit out of him for no reason. A Prius. Anyone driving a Prius, take him off the road. Or a Subaru. Yeah, or a Subaru. But anybody in a Prius, get them off the road. If there's anyone ever in front of you and people are honking like, what's going on up there? It's a Prius. It's always a Prius. Just move, man. And when they try to park, it's like they're parking a locomotive. Yeah, no steering radius. Stop! <laughs> Seriously, man. There should be one bumper sticker that goes on every Prius this, as soon as it rolls off the lot. Asshole. Stay out That's of the left lane. Put your hazards on, getting it right. And John, you might not be in law enforcement, but hit him with the hose then. Uh, <laughs> nah, hey, they, they get easy with the hitting people with the hose, man. All right, it's not that kind of a show. It's time to wrap this bad boy up, man. What the hell? My computer never works at the end of the show. There it is, fine. <sighs> Nothing works, Joe. That's it. Except for us, because I got to go to work. I'm going to work after this. Hey, you going to work too? Not tonight, no. Dan, no. you working? No. John? No, Joe, I got to work 24 hours for you. Hey, really? Yeah. It's the hardest working crew in show business right here. I want to thank everyone listening on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube. I want to thank, uh, like I said, Dan and John for both showing up here and being a part of the league. Was congratulations to both of you. And uh, thank you, Joe, for making your way over here and making the pilgrimage on the Thursday show. No problem. Now, next week, we'll be coming back on Wednesday. I'm doing a, I, 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 Funk and Fancy is a little, a little crazy right now during the holiday. There's a very special holiday party happening here Tuesday night. And I will say it off the air because I can't say it on the air because if I did, the place would be mobbed. But I want you to make sure you get down to Moonshine every single week. 1825 East William Manson Avenue. You guys got the, you guys got debit cards over here now. I mean, the, I'm not debit cards. The, uh, the freaking gift cards at the Wazoo. I got to get everyone else's gift cards out for the rest of the league too. Make sure you're following Joe Rufino at Ruin Today. Uh, on Twitter, be, uh, there's there's a lot of baseball hot stove stuff going on now. There's a lot of movement going on in the MLB. Uh, Joe will keep you primed to that. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. That's right. Uh, Philly signed a closer. Yeah, they got it. Machado well, still uh, got to make a they move. Got a reliever. I don't know if he's a closer yet. Speaking of reliever, I got to relieve myself. Make sure you're following the show at Luigi Curto 22 at Funk and Fantasy. And uh, let me remind you one more time: it's not a fantasy if you believe it's real. Good night, everybody. analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Kuhn, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.